I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, Car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm, Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and today's episode is a little different. Instead of me interviewing my guest today, I'm going to be interviewed, and it's based off of these 36 questions that essentially helped people fall in love with each other. Um, Obviously, Maddie is going to explain it a little bit better once she is on the podcast. It is Maddie Mayo from OKSIS. You might have heard of her and her podcast, but I'm super honored to have her on. But I will stop giving you a little chit chat. I will get into our opening segments and we will bring Maddie on. So my weekly intention for the week is to keep my space clean. I feel like my countertops are always getting cluttered or I'm being lazy with doing my laundry and keep pushing it off and stuff. So I just want to keep my place clean. And that leads me into my tip of the week. If you are dreading doing any chore, just put some music on, put your phone away and just get up and do it. You will feel so much better afterwards. You will have a clearer mind because a clear space. You'll just feel good that you got these chores done with, especially if it includes returning packages or sending out your returns. Just go do it. Go deal with all your chores. You will feel so much lighter and less worrisome over having these tasks hanging over your shoulders. My current faves. Hmm. I didn't even write these out. Normally I have a document in front of me with what my current faves are. 
But I am currently obsessed with grilled chicken Greek salad and these lemon wedges specifically from this place called Suvla. Solva, I don't know, S-O-U-L-V-A. It's here in Toronto. It's owned by Mamakas. It's really, really good, just like in a Greek food moment. So that is definitely a current obsession. I also am loving my Breville again and I'm making my coffee with that over my Nespresso. I've been getting the Forget-Me-Not Mellow Beans. Uh, it's a roaster here in Toronto and I figured out the perfect grind and everything and my shots have been brewing so perfectly, so beautiful. If you follow me on my Instagram at Alana Bloomberg, then you would know that she's just thriving. My barista skills have improved drastically and we're here for it. Coffee is my new hobby. And lastly, I didn't talk about this in the week before, but I got a rice paper shade lamp situation from the brand Hey H-A-Y. And it's in my bedroom and I put a smart bulb in it and I'm honestly just obsessed. I'm obsessed with all the little changes and fixes I have done in my apartment and it has just made it feel so much more like me, so much more homey, so much more of a vibe and we're here for it. But let's bring Maddie onto the podcast. I think you're really going to like this one. Definitely get a little vulnerable and open with you. Maddie also answers the questions so you get to learn a little bit more about her. But let's bring Maddie onto Morning Ray. Okay, so I'm here with Maddie from OKSIS Podcast. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming on. So before we get into everything, I always like to ask my guests, who are they, where are they from, and what is your zodiac sign? Okay, so I I came prepared for this. Um, my <laughs> name is Maddie, and I am from San Diego, but I currently live in Los Angeles, so very much a Southern California girly. And <laughs> I am a cancer, but I have no idea what that means. So maybe you can kind of like diagnose me with what, <laughs> like with my personality. <laughs> I don't know too much about zodiacs. I know like about mine. I know what my chart is. I know that cancer comes before Leo. So our birthdays are somewhat close together because I'm a Leo. There we go. I think it cancers. I'm going to, let's find out. Hold on. I know that cancers cry a lot, which tracks, definitely tracks with me. And they're like very emotional, but I I don't know. There's not nothing (laughs) else really that I feel. I feel like matches with myself, but whatever. Let's see if we're compatible. (laughs) Me on Google over here. Oh, I was going to say like, what, what platform do you like look this? I guess Google is just all knowing when it comes to Zodiac side. (laughs) Apparently to Cosmopolitan, Leo and Cancer both have big feelings, which can make for a solid relationship when both parties engage in healthy communication habits. Okay, there we go. We're already off to a great start. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, healthy communication and it's great. Yeah, we're over here communicating. It's what a podcast <laughs> is. <laughs> In the literal sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just breaking it down really basic over here. <laughs> yeah. And then we I wait, I didn't say what do I do? Um uh, that probably was one of the I probably should mention that. Um mm-hmm. as you said, I I'm, I'm the co-host of <laughs> The Ocasis podcast. I've been doing that for about five years now with my sister Scout. Um, so very much ingrained in the podcast space and, and love love the medium. So always excited to come on other podcasts. And I'm also the co-founder of a travel recommendations app called Camber. That's kind of like my full-time 
startup girl boss energy thing <laughs> that I do. Um, but then in addition to that, and kind of segueing off of my like podcasty life, I created this new series with my boyfriend called 36 Questions uh, Later, which obviously we'll get into a little bit, but it's a new video podcast series where we basically filmed strangers on blind dates, <laughs> answering the 36 <laughs> questions that lead to love. Um, if you remember those uh, those questions that kind of went viral in the New York Times a couple years ago. And so we filmed these strangers and saw if it actually led to love. Um, and so that that is like my newest podcast adventure, if you will. I love that. I feel like you're like me doing a million one things at once. And when you're explaining yourself, people are like, oh, and it never stops. And you just keep being like, and I do this and I do this I and know. I have this. I just, I'm, I'm kind of like that TikTok trend that's going around right now where it's like, I was definitely born in the right generation because yes. I feel like, women these days, which is so empowering. And also I think it's so cool that we feel so drawn towards many different things and many different projects. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's like, I, be, I think being a uh, multi-hyphenate is super rad and it's commendable. So I, I love when women have like a whole, a whole li laundry list of things that they're working on. Yeah. It's like, if men can do it, why can't we? And we can probably do it better because we're better multitaskers. There is something I yeah, saw on TikTok yeah. and it was like, why do like talking get ready with me is like work so well because we need multiple things to focus on to actually like focus. Okay. But can we also just talk about how hard it is to film that shit? Like oh, I, I love I get distracted by doing what I'm trying to be doing from talking. It's so weird because I feel like I am a good multitasker, but then I tried to do a get ready with me and I, I suddenly just didn't know how to speak. Like I suddenly yeah. just couldn't form words. And mm -hmm. it, so now when I watch it get ready with me and it's so seamless and it feels so natural, I, I applaud. It's like an instant follow for me. And I'm just like, girl, it is hard to do what you just did. So yeah. Yeah. Alex Earl. God bless At you. <laughs> Hashtag Alex Earl. Yep. Yep. Making it look so effortless. Yes. Yes. But let's say get into the whole reason why you're here. We're going to do the 36 questions later situation. I, I'm i single and I talk – I don't know. Um, I do like a lot of Q&As on my Instagram and lately it's been all relationship advice. Like that's all the girls want. So I feel like okay. this is good timing. They can get to know me a little bit better with regards to all that and everything. And more yes. about myself and we can get intimate and can be fun. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So the premise of this is like, we're going to turn the tables. I'm going to be the podcast host now. And mm -hmm. I'm going to also answer the questions too. But like, I just pulled like five or six that, you know, we, we don't have to do the whole thing because it takes <laughs> like three hours. Um, but honestly, you know, as you go through them, you realize like, yes, and of course, they're good for romantic partnerships, but they're also really good for friendships and just mm -hmm. relationships in general. Um, so it's just a great way to get to know someone even deeper. But yeah, let's, let's go through some of these. Um, okay, we'll start off easy. Okay. What would constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day. Well, number one, I live in Toronto, so sun in winter months is rare, so it has to be sunny. We just got sun right now, which is really nice. <laughs> so waking up to the sun, blue skies, pretty warm weather, like not too hot, like a nice, I don't know what this is in Fahrenheit, but like a 20 degree, 25 degree day. 
it's probably like 70 degrees Fahrenheit or 60, I don't know. Um, and being able to have a nice slow morning, do all my morning rituals without having to be in a rush or a hurry later, probably grabbing a meal with a friend, um, probably my best friend, Shayna, doing what we do call Sunday things like going on a walk and popping into little stores and just like being in a good mood and being around people that I feel good around. I love that. Yeah, the leisurely that's also something that always comes to mind when I think of a perfect day is just the fact that you have like all the time in the world, you just feel Mm -hmm. like this slowness, this presence. And it really is about the people you're with. And maybe even doing something locally. I don't know when people talk about the perfect day, they're like, I'm gonna fly to Paris and do this. And I'm like, no, I kind of yeah, I want it to be more of this like, wake up slowly, cozy in my Mm -hmm. bed, go to a local coffee shop, meet a friend, maybe go to the beach, go to Malibu. Like, to me, that's just things that I have access to on a Mm -hmm. daily basis, which is also something to be so considerate of is like, these things that you're constituting as your perfect day, like you can insert those into your daily life. And you can figure out Mm -hmm. ways to like sprinkle those in. Um, It doesn't have to be this like rare occurrence, you know? Yeah, yeah. 100% agree with that. I love it. Okay, that was easy. Um, Let's do number two. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Hmm. I feel like, so I have an older sister and there's eight years between us. And I talk about this with my therapist a lot, but I feel like our family, as much as it's one family, it almost feels like two separate families because of the age gap. And I feel like my parents, and I, I'll argue with them on this because they think the opposite, but I think they should have encouraged a relationship more between me and my sister and encouraged my older sister to ask me to hang out or to do things together because I feel like growing up, it was very much my parents and her and my parents and me. Mm-hmm. And now like we're obviously getting closer because – I'm getting older. Our lives are a bit more similar now. She works in PR. I work in influencer marketing. So like we have like a lot of like overlap overlap with that. But it's still like kind of hard for us to connect because we don't have that bond from when we were younger that our parents didn't really encourage. So I wish Mm. in being raised, my parents encouraged more of a relationship between the two of us. What, did she does she feel that way as well or like at the time was she like oh this is my little sister like I don't want to hang out with her or do you think she would have been open to a relationship growing up I feel like she would have been but my sister like also was an only child for eight years of her life right. before I came into it and I think she didn't really know anything different we're both stubborn we both can be a little bit selfish so I think like I don't know exactly how she feels. Obviously, I would hope that she wants a relationship with me. But I think like we're also in such different life stages. Like she's married, owns a house, has a newborn. Like I'm single. I'm in my 20s. I'm living downtown. Like never been in a long-term relationship. Like there's not that much to grasp on and like relate to. And the things that are important to me aren't necessarily important to her anymore. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like maybe she could. And like we've had conversations where we've expressed that and we've gone through periods of time where we are close and we're talking every day. But I think it's definitely something that will come more down the line. Like I feel like once I'm engaged, I feel like there'll be more yeah, like there'll to be talk more. about. <laughs> totally. 
Totally. So you said that she has a newborn. Are you a new aunt? Yes. Oh my God. So am I. I, my (laughs) sister just had a baby as well. And it's like, it's become my whole personality trait. Like I can't shut the fuck up about the baby. Like I just, I show every single person. I don't know if you're like this. I show every person. I'm that girl that's like, oh my God, you want to see my niece? Like she's so cute. (laughs) That's like me with my nephew. Like every single yeah. time a new video or photo gets sent in the family group chat, I'm like sending it to all my friends. Like, look how cute Ethan is. Like, he's so adorable. Like, doesn't he look exactly like my dad as a baby? Like, <laughs> everyone's like, sure. sure. No, it's actually scary. He literally looks like my dad. It's like normally the firstborn you would think looks like they say it looks like the dad, like the husband. Oh, yeah. but. My nephew looks exactly like our side of the family, like my sister. Whoa. Wait, you need to send me send me a photo. Now I want to see the photo. <laughs> I love I'll it. I'll also um, include the photo of my dad and my sister in there so you can really get the whole picture. Perfect. I'll get the whole the whole family vibe. Okay. What yeah, what I would change about being raised, um, I talk a lot about this on OKSIS podcast, but my sister has bipolar disorder. And so growing up it wasn't diagnosed though until she was like late high school. And so growing up, her mental health was always prioritized. And I don't think it was anyone's Mm -hmm. fault. I think definitely our parents' generation, mental health is like not a part of the conversation. It's just not necessarily something that they think about in terms of uh, raising kids. And so, you know, I always thought that therapy or, you know, different mental health practices were reserved for people like my sister who had Mm -hmm. a diagnosed mental illness. So it took me a long time to realize that therapy and, you know, these types of practices are available to me and are honestly, they they should be a prerequisite for everyone, like regardless Mm -hmm. if you have a mental illness. So I wish I had just been exposed to a little more of that growing up and it would have been more welcome for me um, because I think later on it would have really helped in terms of having tools through college and post-college of my early 20s was so chaotic and and uh, just such a emotionally chaotic if, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and so I think I would have had a lot more tools in my toolkit if I could have been exposed to that early on. Yeah, I would say the same even goes for my family. Like I remember I was in therapy for a little bit as a kid, but it was nothing that was super consistent. And then Mm -hmm. in October 2020, I like went to my parents and I was like, I want to go into therapy regularly. Like there's nothing wrong with me. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm like a little anxious and have like a lot of anxious thoughts, but I just want to talk to someone and I want to fine tune everything and make sure everything is okay and constantly check in on myself as opposed to letting things pile up because I noticed that my parents did this and my sister did this and I did this, but we would kind of just like push things underneath the rug until they couldn't be pushed under anymore and then have a breakdown. And I was tired of that happening because having a mental breakdown is literally exhausting and it's not fun. And so I feel like I'm the one in my family that's really like, push that conversation. We also have bipolar in my family. Mm -hmm. So dealing with that has been a whole other thing. Um, But I just wish like I had access to therapy sooner and like known that you don't have to have necessarily a diagnosed mental illness to use it normally. Like you would go to the doctor. Totally. And I think a lot of my childhood, I, I had a lot of toxic positivity 
I I was always like the happy and the loud one, right? So, and my sister, you know, was depressed, but obviously she's great. We love her. Um, yes. But, um, you know, I think that built up because I became afraid of negative emotions mm-hmm. and I didn't like know me. how, yeah, I didn't know how to address them when they came I just would be like, okay, let's get back to that happiness. Like, let's get back to that that space. And so, again, it just – it wasn't out of any fault of, of my parents because this is just not something that – you know, I'm so excited for the next generation of kids because mm-hmm. I feel like we are just so involved with mental health and, and um, understanding our emotional landscape that when we pass this down, it's going to be so cool for the next generation to grow up with this. But – um, I had to relearn all that, right? I had to mm-hmm. also, I had to unlearn that negative emotions are not quote unquote negative. I, I've rebranded them to like challenging emotions rather than negative. Cause that just obviously lessens the blow, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, approaching those with, with approaching both type of emotions with the same respect and, and grace is like how, how I do it now. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I also feel like... For me, my identity became that I was always like this happy, cheerful person. So when I no longer internally felt like that way, I was like, oh, am I not myself anymore? Like, Mm -hmm. are people still going to like me if I'm not super bubbly and like happy all the time? So there's like also like that mental obstacle to overcome. Exactly. And like I I definitely have polar 
personalities, if, if, if that makes sense. There is a zodiac sign that's like that. People who are listening are probably screaming and being like, it's this one. It's but Gemini. Gemini. That's what it is. <laughs> there it is. It's Gemini. Um, I think that's one of my rising or something else because that makes more sense because mm-hmm. I am like the bubbly, crazy, silly, like want just so fun going out with friends, crazy. And then the other side is super business oriented, like mental health, quiet, introvert, reading all the time. And there's literally no in between. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Right. And so (laughs) I remember going to therapy and being like, it isn't about like dimming one to let the other shine or or vice versa because they're, and, and, you know, shaming myself for either side. It's about integrating the two and like, Mm -hmm. how do we show up for both and not feel uh, that shame? So yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot of women feel like this with those two yeah. like personalities. I know Kenzie also is totally like that. I feel like also if you're someone who's like an introvert or I don't know, I never know which way it goes, but an ex- yeah, an extroverted introvert, like I recharge both ways. I feel Me like too. you feel like kind of like the Gemini energy even more. Like I have Gemini in my chart. I think it's it's my moon. So like, that's like how you communicate and everything, which makes a lot of sense. Totally. But I feel like you feel it more when you feel like you're an extroverted introvert. Yeah, totally. Okay. Let's go to the next question. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? Hmm. <laughs> this one is, this one, like, it's, <laughs> it's like my childhood dreams are coming out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me think. Because I feel like there's so many different things. Yeah. This one is, like, not as deep, but it's, like, going to Australia. Like, I really want to go, and I just haven't. I was supposed to do my exchange there in my third year of university, and then COVID happened, and I couldn't go and everything. And I said I was just going to go afterwards, and I keep saying I'm going to go visit. My best friend David lives there because he's doing med school there, and I keep saying I'm going to go, and I haven't. Yeah. It's just it's so far and it's expensive. And when you go, you want to go for at least three weeks. So that's like three weeks of your time. Yeah. I would say uh, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> travel travel is definitely always on that list of like, yeah, I would love to travel the world. It's like, but then yeah, making actually making the plan and, and doing the jump for it. For me, I would say, and I feel like this is something that you could tap into as well, is I I've dealt with a lot of digestive issues. I feel like a lot of women have as well. And mm-hmm. I just have not taken the plunge to get it like figured out and sorted out. And I found someone that helped one of my friends who had like crazy bloating issues, very similar to me. And she recommended her to me. She's obviously very expensive. So there's that element to it, but it's not even just the expense. It's also like, will this completely change my lifestyle? Like, will I never, will I be so restricted in my diet or, you know, I eat fairly healthy today. It's not that Mm -hmm. this would be like in a complete shock, but from what my friend had gone through, like, you know, it's, it's pretty intense, the program. And like, you know, you have to take all these tests and like every time she eats, she has to take all these vitamins and whatever. And it just seems like a lot, Mm -hmm. but I also know that by investing in this for myself and like really getting to the root of what is going on, it's going to make 
everything in my life so much better, right? I'm going to have so much more energy. I'm going to be able to show up for myself more, show up for my business more. I'm going to finally just feel more comfortable in my body. It's not about losing weight at all for me. It's more about, I just want to feel energized and lighter. Mm -hmm. And those, but for some reason, I like still can't get myself to just to just do it. I'm like, well, March, I have a lot of travel. So let's start it in April, right? Or I'm like, oh no, I have like five weddings this, this year. So like, I can't do that because I'm probably gonna have to stop drinking or I don't know. There's this, there's excuses that you tell mm-hmm. yourself. So that's kind of, that's been mine where I just have to get really, it's really, it's hard to get really honest with yourself of, you know, what are these excuses you're making? Or is this, you know, what is that root of why you haven't done something? Yeah, I feel like I've like gone through a whole bunch of things with like having disordered eating and then like triggering IBS. My mom has Crohn's, so like I've always had a sensitive stomach and then like going I did like food combining and that triggered IBS and I had to go and oh heal my, my gut and everything. And it doesn't have to be super complex. I mean, you can hire someone, you can go through all these tests and processes, but if you do your own research and obviously like you can still like consult your doctor, holistic nutritionist, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you can like slowly cure it yourself. Like I didn't go on any like insane diets. Like, yes, I did low FODMAP at first, but I wouldn't say mm-hmm. that's what cured it. implementing supplements like L-glutamine, slippery elm, milk thistle, marshmallow. These are things that help heal our gut lining and can help heal whatever issues are going on, whether it be acid reflux. I used to always struggle with acid reflux or insane bloating where you look pregnant and it's really painful and like I could not wear pants. That's how sore it was. And I've, I've healed that. So it is possible. I'm going to give you a little motivation here. It is possible. You. you don't have to like go all or nothing. I was still drinking when this was happening. I was still going out to restaurants. Obviously, I was mindful of the foods that were super triggering to my symptoms and I limited them or I opted out of having them at the restaurants or anything like that. But it doesn't have to be super complex and it's definitely changed my life. Oh, okay. That's good to hear because I, especially even, I mean, as my job with, with my travel app, like we do a lot of localized guides and, you know, restaurant reviews and things on TikTok. And so I, you know, I told this woman, I'm like, I I have to go to restaurants. I have to eat burgers. I have to eat pasta. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but obviously in moderation, but I do feel inspired by that where it's like, there is hope for like, there is a solution. Like there just has to be. So that's really inspiring that this, uh, that you were able to figure that out. That's awesome. Yes. I believe in you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What is your most treasured memory? Most treasured memory. Okay. This one is a bit more recent and I feel like it was definitely a more pivotal moment in my career, but around this time last year, I decided to go to New York Fashion Week in February with two girls who I had maybe spoken a handful of times to on Instagram Mm -hmm. and fly out with them to New York. They were from different parts of Canada. One is from Vancouver. The other one is from Ottawa. We literally met in the airport in Toronto and then flew to New York together. And right off the plane, we went straight to like this aloe event and there was a red carpet and like all these things. And like, that's how our New York Fashion Week started. And this could have gone so wrong. We could have hated each other. We could have felt super uncomfortable. We could have hated our time in New York together, but everything just like fits so perfectly. 
And that was like the kickoff for my career, like moving Mm -hmm. forward. Like I started getting invited to events more. I started working with a lot more of my dream brands. I had these two girls that are now two of my best friends and we've traveled so many times since the listeners know they're turning Kaylee. And I feel like that memory is just like so serene. Like I remember us like sitting on the plane and we ordered champagne and like we popped the champagne. We literally Trin spilt it all over herself on the plane. And I remember getting off of the plane and like landing in New York and hurrying to get an Uber to go to to the hotel to get ready to go to this Aloe event, which we had no idea what we're walking into, seeing Harry Jowsey and like all these celebrities, not just like influencers, (laughs) celebrities at this event. And it was just like a bittersweet, like mama was like, wow, like I've been dreaming and watching girls do this on YouTube and Instagram and I guess TikTok my whole life. And now it's my turn. I love that. Wow. It's so empowering. And it's also so, it's so crazy when moments like that happen to you because I don't know if you've felt this way, but I struggle to celebrate that, like truly Mm -hmm. let it sink in because I, I too have had moments like that, especially with our podcast. And then now with Canber, I've been working with brands that like, I just, it's like, it's insane. I mean, I'm working Mm -hmm. with brands like set active or our place and, um, bumble and, you know, beyond yoga and these, these brands that are like coming to us to, to work Mm -hmm. with us. And so when it happens, it's weird to, it's hard to really like internalize and sit with it and be like, Oh my God, I need to celebrate this win and really feel Mm -hmm. this. Did it have to take you until like, not right now, but like for you to have to go back and be like, Oh, this is, this was something that was super big for me. And I'm like going to really celebrate the win or did it happen in the moment as well? I would say like minimally in the moment it definitely happened, but for any milestone like hitting X amount of downloads on the podcast or X amount of followers or securing a brand deal of like X amount of figures or anything like that, like all these monumental milestones, like yes, I got excited in the moment, but I don't really fully process it or acknowledge how insane it is because you're like, oh, it's just a business deal. Like or like it's become so normalized among like influencers or entrepreneurs or business owners, whatever, to achieve these things. And you kind of belittle your accomplishments. And it's only much later do I actually look back and I'm like, oh, sick. Like, Alana, like you achieved these things and you're only 23 years old and you're only recently working for yourself. Like these are big things. Like you should be celebrating these things. And it's usually my friends that are like, yo, that's big. Like you need to celebrate that. Like it's not just a number, like it's an actual thing. And I'm like, I mean, you are right. But to me, it's just so like neutralized in the moment. Like you want, you're excited, but it's like neutral. Yeah. I, I totally feel that too. How do you feel like you can look at those milestones and celebrate the wins, but then also enjoy the process? Because that's something I feel like it's a human condition thing where when we reach a certain milestone, we're immediately on to the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that is also a hard place for us to sit and feel the win because we're just like, oh, well, you know, we might have got 10,000 downloads, but like this this podcast has 100,000 downloads. So like I'll be mm-hmm. happy when I get there. 
and it's on and on and on. And it's really difficult for us to kind of take that step back. So for me, I feel like the solution really to that is really enjoying the process and feeling like so fulfilled in that because that's that's all it is, right? That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's it's not for these destination things. How do you feel like you you enjoy the process? I try to be really present and grounded in everything that I'm doing, whether it be working on the task at hand or fully acknowledging like what milestone was just passed in that moment. And then obviously practicing gratitude when I'm journaling, like writing down the things that I'm grateful for and including like, I always like to say, I'm so grateful for all all the opportunities I have had and continue to have Mm -hmm. because one leads to the next. So definitely like really focusing on being present there's a book I actually really want to read. It's called The Power of Now. And I know it talks Mm -hmm. a lot about this. And then practicing gratitude because that just like reminds me to be like so proud of like what I have done so far and like keeps me in the now as opposed to like being like, okay, what's next? Totally. Gratitude is such a good like jumpstart for your brain to be like, oh, no, no, let's get back to the present moment. Like let's look at all the blessings that are around us right now. It's a really, really great practice. Okay, what is my most treasured memory? (laughs) I mean, I think it was definitely having the opportunity to work on Canberra full-time. That was something that I feel very fortunate as a founder to have been able to make that leap and then also be able to take a salary in addition to that. I know a lot of founders like won't take a salary in the beginning and for me, like that wasn't the case. So I feel so fortunate that I was able to do that in like the way that felt most comfortable and um, set myself up for success in that way. So yeah, and I, I think in part, it just it showed like the universe and myself that like, I'm willing to bet on myself. And mm-hmm. it really allowed me to step into that confidence of me as a business owner, but also me as a community leader or me as, you know, this person that's, that's creating this, this, this project. Right. So yeah, I think that was, that was a really pivotal moment because it showed myself like, oh yeah, you believe in yourself and like, you're going to figure this out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's also like, really empowering to know like, yeah, I can like create a business and like make a successful business and to still really enjoy it and make a living off of it. All the things, all the things. Um, Okay. When did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself? That's a good question. I don't know when I last cried in front of someone else. I know I teared up like on the weekend because me and my friend Shana were just like texting each other being like I'm so grateful like you're in my life sort of thing but the last time I like actually cried I feel like it was a month ago and it was over a boy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you want to elaborate or no no we can elaborate um it was like a month ago and I had decided that the relationship like in my head I convinced myself it was over you know like just like anxious thoughts like intrusive thoughts going off like creating nonsense and as like he doesn't care about me like it's done like whatever like I have to move on and pick up my pieces and everything and here we go again starting from the ground up mm-hmm. and I mean that was not the reality we're still we're still here but 
Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was crying and I just let myself cry. And always like with guys, like I won't let myself be sad for more than 12 to 24 hours. Like if I want, I let myself cry and feel it out and I play my Shawn Mendes and my Justin Bieber and all the music that makes me feel and then I move on. But I, I think that was the last time I cried. I was just like, it was more so like out of like frustration because I've never had a long-term relationship and I feel like mm. I'm someone who has a lot of love to give and it's exhausting opening up time and time again to people to only have to move on from what is like seen at the time as a failed relationship. So that's like hard to go through. And I know I'm not alone in that. For sure. And after the 12 to 24 hours, what is that strategy to just get you out of that sadness? I like decide that I don't want to feel this way. Like I don't like feeling sad. I work through those emotions and I journal and everything, but I just put my energy into the things that make me feel good as opposed to the feeling of sadness. So I lean into my morning routine. I do the workouts that make me feel good. I surround myself with people that energize me and make me feel good about myself. I try to talk to my friends as opposed to like wanting to like text that person because, you know, it's kind of out of habit that you want to text them and talk to them. But that's typically what I do. I just like lean into the things that I know make me feel really good and that I was doing before, but I just put more emphasis on them. Okay, good. 
I love that. Yeah. Um, well, I cried two hours ago <laughs> in front of. <laughs> really, my cancer is really showing, um, as, you, as you can see. Um, I I cried like two hours ago in front of my boyfriend. My boy, we live together, so you know he's here. It, it, he, I I can never cry alone. He's here, so. But yeah, something weird happened this morning. I think it's, I'm getting my period. So there's also, you know, I always forget about the period where I'm just like, why do I feel like a crazy person? And I'm like, oh, right. I'm getting my period. Like, it's just, yeah, it always explains it. (laughs) I'm just like, wait, yeah, I'm getting my period tomorrow. Like, hello. So uh, yeah, like this morning I woke up and I journaled. I also have a very rigorous morning routine and I journaled and I was like, you know what? I'm fucking choosing joy today. Like I want, I'm done with like dread, like moving through with dread. Like lately I've just been kind of feeling like not, not inspired and just, I don't know, like not wanting to work and feeling unmotivated. And I, and I just kind of pivoted that mindset to, I want to feel joy. Like I want to feel joy in the process. I want to feel joy when I'm posting TikToks or making these things. And even if it's something I don't mm-hmm. want to do for the business, I'm still like finding joy in every single moment. And then not letting like simple pleasures just kind of, you know, pass me by actually mm-hmm. living in them and feeling them. So I, you know, started the day like so good. I went to hot yoga. I was like, I'm, joy is happening. And then <laughs> just like literally like a switch, just everything turned. And I don't know, I really couldn't pinpoint the sadness. I think one thing that triggered it, I guess, is like, I've been trying to wear my hair naturally curly and like natural lately. And so I'm in this phase where it always looks bad. Like it just, it just, it's terrible. I have spent so much money on products that all of them just don't work. And it's, you know, that's another thing of the, why haven't you done it yet? Is like, I know I should just go to a a curly hair specialist, like get her opinions and be done for it one once and for all. But obviously the cost and like, it's kind of like finding a therapist. Like you need to find the right one and it's trial yeah. and error. And I just got so overwhelmed with that. You know, I was like, my hair just looks terrible. I like can't buy the right product. And I was just like, don't want to work. I don't want, I don't feel good. Right. And is there's mm-hmm. something about when your hair is done, when you feel presentable, like there's just something, a, a lot, a different energy that I feel like I put out there. And so I think all that just kind of like swirled and then I just, and then I blew up and cried. And so there was that, um, but that I feel you on the hair thing. I only do it on vacation and everyone but me loves my curls and everyone. everyone's like, oh my God, they're so nice. I just feel, I don't, let me know if you relate to this, Maddie, but I just feel like a child when my hair is curly and I feel like I'm cute, not hot. And like, I want to feel hot. Like I want to feel hot and sexy and confident. And when my hair is naturally curly, I feel like a child. Like I feel like my, my childhood self and I don't want to feel like that. I agree. I feel like a sewer rat when I wear my hair curly. It's like not, (laughs) it just, it doesn't feel like me. Like I don't Mm -hmm. feel like my full authentic self with it. And I don't know if that's just some sort of repressed, you know, whatever, because, you know, curly hair is not as like acceptable, whatever, but something just, I feel so much cleaner with my straight hair. It just feels lighter and it I, I just feel like I can conquer the day. I don't know. I'm but I agree that 
anytime I post a photo in it or anything, I get so many DMs. People are like, oh my God, we love the natural hair. I was like, I, I yeah. challenge you to have my hair for one day. I just challenge yep. you to put this on your head and then come back to me in 24 hours. Like, why is that It's hard. It's hard. And like workouts. Oh. Like, oh. Like I love a I love a hot yoga I love a hot Pilates but my hair does not like it and if I leave it curly, then I can't even like the likelihood of me being able to like slick it back into like a bun is like so much harder and also just like it's a it's a struggle because you got to plan like your hair washing schedule around your workouts and it's not like you have straight hair and you can just like dry shampoo and your move on with your day no no I tried to do the slick back bun I tried to do the Hailey Bieber slick back bun while my hair was like was like curly and oh my god I looked like I don't know you might be too young for this meme but Justin Timberlake has this meme where his hair looks like ramen noodles and I'm gonna send it to you and it's basically like like it was just like greasy ramen noodles on my hair it was so bad I posted it on Instagram I'm like guys how are the curly hair girlies doing this slick back bun because this is insane everyone's like oh yeah no you can't do it with curly hair you can't Okay, got it. Noted. It doesn't work. I feel like the only way to maybe emphasis on maybe make it work is you need like some sort of like bomb stick thing and then like a bore bristle brush that can like really somehow smooth it. But I still think you're going to get the ramen look. Like there's no way you're able to like slick it smooth. Like you can't like just stretch the curl. Like I don't think it works like that. Nope, it doesn't. I can confirm. I'm here to tell the tale. It does not work. It, it looks insane. Okay, that was kind of the last one I had listed. I feel like we're in love, right? Yeah. I feel like you're my you're my new partner in crime. There it is. I love it. I know. So, I mean, when the the couples are answering all these questions together, it was it's so surreal because it's super cringy. Obviously, if you've never met the person and you're also trying to be like romantic with them, it was like cringy, but then it was super vulnerable. And it was some of them like definitely fell in love, and other ones were like, oh, like, not you're not for me. You're not for me. It was really crazy to to witness, but um, yeah, I highly encourage everyone to go watch it. It's it's a video podcast, so you can watch it, which is I think just such a new phenomenon with podcasts. And it's like a whole new format. Mm-hmm. You'll hear my voice. I kind of like narrate throughout it, and it's really it's really fun. You can find it like on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. But yeah. Awesome. I'll have it linked in the show notes so the listeners can go check that out. But this was so much fun, Maddie. Like, I think we need to do this again. (laughs) I mean, 100%. I love your aesthetic TikToks. My entire feed is aesthetic TikToks like yours. And I've tried many a time to recreate it. Um, And let me tell you, like, kind of the same thing with the get ready with me's and talking. Those are very hard to do. So anytime I see a girl doing like aesthetic t- like morning routines, I'm like, I instant follow and I see you. I see you. It's hard. You really got to get the shot. It's really funny, actually. Um, So my friends, Trin and Kaylee, they do like the same sort of content and watching them film it in the hotel room whenever we're traveling, like Kaylee is so dramatic. She, like if she's putting something on the bed, it's like, <laughs> like yeah, throwing just, like, it on the, the bed or like... <laughs> 
or like if you're making the pillow like karate chopping it's so funny (laughs) the nail the nails on every single cup or skincare I know I have tried to make one and it's funny because I I I was gonna make a TikTok about this where I feel very fortunate that I have all the things like I have all the like cute aesthetic girl that girl things and I I love them but they do not translate well when I film them, and I don't know why. So um, I've just given up, and now I just do, like, silly day in the life. So I'm like, you know what? This is my brand. This is who I am because you I try to be like, aesthetic girly. But. You can be, like, the realistic side of being an aesthetic wannabe girly. Yes. There you go. New content series. New idea. Yeah. Perfect. Like Emma Chamberlain, it. but make it aesthetic. <laughs> Oh my god, did you just call me Emma Chamberlain? Like, it's so nice. I love it. I love. Well, anyways, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Where can the listeners find you? Like, plug yourself out. Give them all the details. Okay. So everything can really be found on my Instagram at Maddie Mayo, M-A-D-Y-M-A-I-O. I'm also that same handle on TikTok. And the podcast you can listen to, it's OKAYSIS podcast, anywhere podcasts are found. And then if you're in LA, I don't know, I know you're a you know, Canada girly, but if anyone listening is in LA and wants to, um, you know, know the coolest spots to go to, we do a ton of like community events and walk clubs in LA. You can follow at Camber app, C-A-M-B-E-R-A-P-P on TikTok and Instagram. And then to watch 36 questions later, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We'll put the link in the show notes, but highly recommend watching it on YouTube or Spotify because it's it's super cool. Love that. Well, thank you so much again. And it was amazing as always. And you're welcome back whenever. I love it. I will come back. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Morning Ray. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I would love that. And I absolutely love reading all your reviews. I also love seeing all of you listening to Morning Ray on socials when you tag me in your stories. It truly brightens my day. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.